0: Hey all you boys and girls out there in Radio Film School land, welcome to another episode of Short End. These are short, mini-documentary episodes and stories about all things cinema to hold you over until the next episode of the main show. If you want to know the history behind the term Short ends, check the website. Enjoy. You're listening to Dare Dreamer FM, the sound of creative expression.
1: Hey, we've got a problem here. Uh, this is Houston. Uh, say again,
0: please. Houston, we have a problem. We have a main bus be under. I've never been on a spaceship before, but I think it's safe to say we don't want to be on one if something were to go wrong. And something always seems to go wrong when you're in space. Tom Hanks had his issues in Apollo 13. Wait, he's fire doesn't make any sense. We got multiple caution and warning, Houston. We've got a reset, and restart. All right, I'm going to SPS. Sandra Bullock had her fair share of problems in gravity. Houston, Explorer, copy.
1: Explorer, Dr. Stone requesting faster transport to Bay Area. Explorer, do you copy? Explorer, permission to retrieve Dr. Stone? Your go for
0: And I gotta go back to Star Wars if I'm talking about space. Even my main man, Han Solo, had his issues when he was tricking around the galaxy far, far away. Transports it's are work. It's not my fault. Yeah, no light speed. It's not my fault. <laughs> I think the mark, of any, great captain of a ship is their ability to think under pressure and come up with solutions, often in a moment's notice. Even in the early years of the NASA program, they conducted experiments to test the level of creativity among potential astronauts in addition to intellectual aptitude. They knew that something could and most likely would go wrong, so they wanted people who had the creative capacity to deal with the situation. It stands to reason, then, that when on a film set filled with creative minds from all walks of life, you should be covered. Because as any of you who've worked on any science film set know, something is bound to go wrong.
2: The craziest thing I I did was um, how I got lost, which was our independent uh, feature. and
0: um... That booming voice you hear is that of Sam Messman. Sam is co-founder of SCP Works, a digital post-production consulting company that consulted on such features as Focus. He's also a co-founder and CEO of We Make Movies, a collective of filmmakers and actors in Los Angeles and Canada. Sam is sharing his experiences shooting his first feature film, I Got Lost.
2: We did everything on the production side that you were not supposed to do, which was shoot in New York City. I think we had 60 locations over the course of 24 days wow. um, in two time zones. So we also did it on a completely um, experimental camera that I scared the hell out of everyone saying, this is what we're going to shoot with. And it was like build 15 of the red camera that just came out. And I think actually we were the first independent film to shoot with it. We, of course, weren't smart enough to talk about it. We were shooting with the, the red camera and doing 4K before, like, we I even knew what 4K was. I was like, this is cool. And it cost me Uh, quite a bit of my life. Um, (laughs) But, like, we figured it out. Uh, But, we're yeah, we're shooting with this crazy experimental camera with, like, three or four company moves in a day and in New York City and then packing up and going to St. Louis and shooting out there and having it rain, which, like, we had to completely jumble around the schedule. Um, Like, I remember digging a ditch on uh, the baseball field because we had to shoot baseball immediately after it rained. And so we, we had these fields and like we made it work uh, there no one saw the puddles and I was literally like taking water out of the puddle um, and just tossing it to the side just so we could sort of shoot how I got lost is a really appropriate title
0: I was just gonna say that I was just going to say how apropos that title is
2: I think if I'd known what I knew now I would not have done it but I wouldn't have known what I know now if I hadn't have done it Failure is a really, really good thing. And if I have one piece of advice for people is um, to fail smaller than, than maybe I did.
0: <laughs> What's going on, Murph? Why did you and Mom need me after something that's bad? Well, we didn't. Matthew McConaughey in Interstellar tells his young daughter Murph, who was named after the infamous law by the same name, that Murphy's law doesn't mean that something bad will happen, but that... Murphy's law doesn't mean that something bad will happen. What it means is that whatever can happen will happen, and that sounded just fine with us. Well, tell that to this guy.
1: UFO Yeah was the one that was a nightmare. It was crazy. Ah!
0: I'm sure most of you recognize the voice of Ryan Connolly there. Ryan is creator and host of the filmmaking DIY juggernaut that is Film Riot on YouTube.
1: I've never done a production where literally everything went wrong. We oh, had really? like what? oh man, it was nuts. Like even in pre-production, things were falling through. That was like, why did that? This happen? summer, he and his
0: team and put on a I massive educational and entertaining undertaking called. Film Riot's epic summer, where he invited a few directors to come in and each a short film then talk about their experiences. His film was the first one they shot, and it was called UFO Yeah.
1: But I think their insults and rock throwing were just a defense mechanism. They know I'm close to the truth, and that makes them uncomfortable. But despite that small hiccup, I was able to find remnants of extraterrestrial activity within the mile radius.
0: In it, Ryan's brother... Film Riot regular Josh Connolly plays the large, rotund, stereotypical conspiracy theorist nerd who has a hilarious encounter with a real UFO. Naturally, there were a lot of visual effects in the film, so the technical difficulty was already high. And, as luck would have it, Murphy's Law was in full effect. And despite Mr. McConaughey's definitions, this was the bad Murphy's Law.
1: We bought a hazer and it was a brand new, you know, DF-50 hazer. We bring it on set. We use it for a few hours. All of a sudden it starts leaking everywhere. The internal uh, tank was uh, hemorrhaged and it was like punctured or whatever. It was leaking everywhere. So we had to put this pan on the floor (laughs) and and sit it in this pan and and use it. And as it leaked out the fluid, then we would pour it back in and put it back (laughs) in the pan. And we had to do this for the entire shoot to get it to work. One of the lights that we rented to get that like very focused UFO beam of light, right. um, the the, the the rental that we got it from forgot to add in the ballast for the HMI, so we couldn't even use it. Yeah, and we were like four hours away from the rental house, so we couldn't go get it. We bought these big industrial fans uh, and every single one of them came damaged for whatever reason. <laughs> so I had uh, my producer out there with a, with a, like a little mallet, a rubber mallet, banging out these huge dents inside of it so the fan could even turn. It got to the point to where every new thing that happened I just couldn't help but laugh. It was just crazy. We rented this, uh, this cherry picker, this big, um, you know, this big lift, and uh, <clears throat> it gets there without gas. So we had to send it back for them to put gas <laughs> in it and bring it back. Then it comes time to use it, and it won't turn on because it was so cold. I guess I, I'm not really sure why it wouldn't <laughs> turn on. I've never shot Plan A ever. <laughs> Um, and I, I don't know, I, I doubt anyone ever has. That's just, you know, how production goes. You always have to stay flexible and, you know, adjust for what happens. Nothing goes according to plan. But I've never shot plan E before. It's usually like plan B, <laughs> at, at at most plan C. I was like on plan E at, at the end of the second day. And this was the one time that I shot where there were times where I was not having fun. Which yeah. isn't usual for me. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm always having fun, especially because when the way we usually shoot is very, very 1,000 miles an hour. Yeah. Um, but there were there were at times where so much was going wrong, where
0: I was just thinking, I don't even want to do this anymore, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> and it's when, almost, when you're it, you don't want to do this, meaning that project or just filmmaking in general. That project. I oh, mean there's geez.
1: there's always those times when okay. it's getting so stressful and so harsh where you where you think, why do I do this to myself? <laughs> right. But then you finish it and you're like, oh yeah, that's why. And as the director on set and everything, I got you know, the mood is gonna be set by me. So right. I have to always be, you know, joking around and don't worry about it. And, hey, we got this, and but inside I'm like, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. <laughs> I think somebody asked me. I don't remember. I think it was on a panel or something. And how do you measure success? And you know, I said, I don't really measure success in, uh, you know, how many views something gets. I, I measure success in how much I learned. Uh, because you know, the harder it is, and the more it fails in different ways, the more I, I feel like I learn.
0: So, my friends, what is the moral of all of this? Well, I can really think of no better way to end a segment and answer this question than with that of a British accent. I found that British accents add a certain level of authority and gravitas to any moral of a story. And of course, but better Brit to end a segment about filmmaking than that of world-renowned DP and epic camera reviewer Philip Bloom.
2: I think being a perfectionist is a, is a, um, is a mixed blessing. Are you a perfectionist? I'm a a failed perfectionist, I think, like most people are because there's no such thing as perfection. As long as you aim for perfection and, and then understand that you have to make compromises, then that's fine. I think that's the best thing. What you don't want to do is just go, ah, let's just do this. I can't be bothered. That's wrong. You should always try your very best and then let go. If you have to let go, let go. You know, if it means I can't, I haven't got time to get the light exactly right, but we, we have people waiting, and we have to go with it. And it happens, and you have to let go. It's frustrating, mm. but you can't let it eat you up either.
0: Just hold on, and I'm going to stop pulling you in. Listen. Hey, Doc. Just hold on, hang on. I am going pull you in.
1: Ryan, I'm listen. i pull
0: you in. You have to let me go. No. The ropes are too loose. Ryan, let go. No. Oh, God, oh, God,
1: oh, God, oh, God.
0: This episode was written and produced by me, Ron Dawson, with production help from Crystal Sun, Lucas Randall Owens, Tommy Ferguson, and Chris Huslidge. Music for this episode was curated from freemusicarchive.org. Links to artists and tracks in the show notes and blog posts for this episode. We appreciate all the great feedback we've gotten about the show. One way you can really help to keep this show going is to rate it in iTunes or Stitcher right now and leave us a five star review. Your reviews are critical during the first two months we're on iTunes. When you do leave a review, tell us a funny anecdote about something that went wrong in your set, and maybe we'll share it on the show. Lastly, be sure to check out all the resources we have for creative entrepreneurs at Deardreamer.fm. Join our email list or better yet, consider becoming a member. That's all for this week. Be careful out there, use your creativity, and remember, if the story sucks, I don't care what you shot it with or cut it on.
1: But no one really knew what was going to happen with that camera, and it was a big fight. But actually, it played out, out really well, I think, um, and uh, we all learned a ton from it. Which is great. I, that's what I, I think somebody asked, and it happens, and you have to let go. It's frustrating. But you can't let it you up either. Explorer, this is Houston.
0: Go ahead, Houston. Mission abort. Repeat. Mission abort.